This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, John, let's get to some for real or fugazis here. And then uh, and then I know you've got uh, you're you're getting ready in a couple of days to go to spring training. So we got to talk about that on the way out as well. But um, on these Monday episodes or Tuesday episodes, whenever you're getting this podcast, I do a little thing with John called for real or fugazi. I read a sentence as if it is true. And John either validates that it is true by calling it for real or he fugazi. says that it's fugazi, which is Italian for counterfeit. And that is basically John disagreeing with me. So let's keep it. Uh, let's John let's start. Uh, basically, um, let's start off here since we just got done talking about the Texans and hiring the staff. Um, the fact that there is such a San Francisco Kubiak Shanahan flavor to the staff proves that Nick Casario is not nearly the control freak that people made him out to be before hiring D'Amico Ryans for real or Fugazi. That's for real. Now, he took a big role with David Cully because Cully had never been a head coach and because they thought he needed it. Now, he didn't do any of that with uh, Lovey Smith. Didn't even have headphones on in the press box. I would want Casario in the press box with headphones on to be available. If Bill Belichick wanted him to do that with Josh McDaniels, why wouldn't they want him to do that here? since he's been doing that for a long time. A lot of people have a problem with that, but if Belichick didn't have a problem with it or Brady or Josh McDaniels, why should people hear? But he has always worked well with his head coaches. He's tried to give them what they want, the style of players they want, and if they want to get rid of somebody, he'd get rid of them. And uh, so uh, I don't think Nick is the control freak. He's a personnel guy. That's what he is. In practice, he likes to go out and throw the ball around because he used to be a coach with the Patriots for two years and limber up his arm, which we saw at training camp and we'll see again. But uh, I have no problem at all about anything Casario does. All right, John, next one. Josh McCown was just hired for his first NFL coaching job. He's going to be the quarterback coach for the Carolina Panthers. Josh McCown is out to prove that in the next couple of years, the Texans should have hired him last year. It's for real, but you know what? He's doing exactly what he should be doing. He's a quarterback coach. He had no business being a head coach, but they they were going to name him, even though they denied. He and his family were here ready to be announced, and then they pulled the rug out from under him. And You know, five years from now, Sean, he may be a great coach, and people may look back and go, oh, man, why didn't they hire that guy? They'll never say Jack Easterby was a genius, of course, but uh, everybody, everybody I've talked to, and I talked to a bunch, he 
who came from the teams where he played because I thought they're going to hire him. Every one of them thinks he has everything it takes to be a great head coach, but they couldn't believe he wasn't going to have to start at the bottom and work his way up, which is what he's doing for Frank Wright. Next one, John. Derek Carr is making a big mistake by not accepting a trade to the New Orleans Saints. For real or Fugazi? I think that's for real. He's going to get a lot more money with a new contract. He's going to sign as a free agent, plus he can go where he wants. No, 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 no. He's making a big mistake by not accepting a trade to the Saints. He's making a big, but, oh, Fugazi. Thank you, yeah. No, he wants to be a free agent. He can pick his team, and he can sign a multi-year deal and make more money. He'll get a signing bonus this year that'll be more than he would have made as a base salary this year. I think it's a very smart move. And two years ago, in 2021, he threw for almost 5,000 yards, and they gave him that monster contract, and everything was hunky-dory till Josh McDaniels came in with his system, and it didn't fit. And it's an example of a coach not being flexible and trying to force a quarterback into playing something that maybe he doesn't fit, and that's one of the keys to great coaching. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if Carr didn't end up with the Jets or making a lot more money with the Saints. You just answered my question. That's, I was going to ask you where you thought he might end up, so there you go. All right, John, next one. For real or Fugazi, the Super Bowl proves beyond a shadow of a doubt the Texans dodged a huge bullet with Jonathan Gannon. For real or Fugazi? Uh, Fugazi, Jonathan Gannon. Uh, is a terrific defensive coordinator who did a great job during regular season. Texans interviewed him twice last year before they hired uh, two two years ago before they hired uh, uh, gosh, I forgot. Seems like forever that David Cully was the coach here. It was only two <laughs> years ago. And then they interviewed him once this year and I'm glad he's finally getting a head coaching job. But overall, he did a great job. But in the Super Bowl, he and his players did a Terrible job. Yeah, yeah. So you, so I mean, I know I asked you this before. You're are you treating this Arizona thing like he's for sure getting the Arizona job? Is that you think they've been waiting for Gannon to become available? That's the only thing. It can't be anybody else. They've interviewed a bunch of people, and uh, all the national guys are saying it looks like it's going to be Gannon. Okay. While it is Steichen, but I can't figure why would they be waiting? Because I don't think it's Eric Bieniemy. I think that's Chip is sailed. It's not Steve Spagnuolo. Like, yeah. He failed as a head coach. So I'm guessing that Gannon makes a lot of sense. Uh, John, I liked him a lot. Yeah, no, John, I just like, I'll be honest. I just like that it looks like the Texans for the five openings that existed for this go around that the Texans interviewed four of the five guys that look like they're going to get jobs this time around. Like the Texans doing things that are normal and lauded around the league <laughs> that they interviewed these guys and wound up with the best one out of all of them, in my opinion. It has me very optimistic about how things are going. If they're hiring staff that seem like normal hires, desired hires, you know, like Bobby Sloak, if he didn't get the Texans' OC job, he was probably going to get an OC job eventually, pretty soon, if not this year, then certainly the next go-around somewhere else. Like, they're getting guys that are highly sought after they're getting, we're going to watch an offense, John, that doesn't look like the last decade. Cause it's not just this pep Hamilton thing and Tim Kelly the year before that, that O'Brien offense was never great. It was okay at times with Deshaun Watson, it, but that was because Deshaun Watson was singularly a spectacular football player. It had nothing to do with it being a watchable version of football or something where the Texans were out scheming their opponents. They had Deshaun Watson end of story. 
last time that happens when Gary Kubiak was here and he yep. had Andre Johnson and Arian Foster and Owen Daniels at tight end, a terrific offensive line. And you hope they get their quarterback and then they can fill in those other pieces and happy days will be here again. All right, last one, John. The Michael Jordan Nike movie starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck looks like it's definitely two thumbs up. For real or Fugazi? For real, I liked it. I liked it. Ben Affleck, if you go back to all the movies, he has directed this, the first one. It's not a mystery or an action movie or mm-hmm. drama. And I, I kind of liked it. I looked on IMDb. There's nobody playing Michael Jordan. Hmm. They've got his mom. They've got his dad. They they show him. They showed in the trailer him like a, a guy walking and somebody talking to him. But uh, I'm surprised considering Ben Affleck plays Phil Knight that's, that Knight is not a producer. There's 21 producers, and his name was nowhere. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting if those two took it on. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, it it looks like it's going to be good, and I look forward to it when it comes out. Are you getting back out to the movies, John? Uh, I Truthfully, I've been too busy. Like when I want to go uh, – so on a Sunday, a guy from CBS will call me and want me to do a national show. So uh, <laughs> I love right in the things. middle of movie time. <laughs> I do those. I do those. I have walked out a couple of times. I've left a movie to do those with you. Oh, John, uh, don't tell me that. I feel guilty I do, now. But I was movies I didn't really care about. I went with Carol. And <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I love doing the 220 p.m. Central Time hit with you on CBS. And I do it as often as you want. But I, one I was really looking forward to seeing was Avatar. And then I started reading the reviews. And while they were good, everything in the trailers looked exactly the same it did before. And in the first one, all that was new. I yeah. wanted James Cameron to blow me away. And they had the same kind of ships and people and dressing and all that. other. And everybody was underwater. So I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. Um I'm looking forward to the Ben at the Nike movie and uh, Creed three is coming out as well. I'm a big Rocky, but this one doesn't have Sylvester Stallone in it. This Creed. Yeah. I'm disappointed because I like the first two. I thought the first one was great. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. Sylvester, I guess has got too many things going on now and uh, including Tulsa King on uh, Paramount plus, but uh, I'll watch it too, because I like, I like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I do too. He's excellent in those movies. Um, so, John, you're off to spring training, eh? Sean, I've been to spring training many times, Astro spring training. Love going as a fan, sitting in the stands, drinking beer, soaking up the sun. Now I'm going to work for gallerysports.com, and I'll be doing my reports from 610 for there, and I'm going to be writing every day. And I feel like I told people, I feel like a 71-year-old rookie. I'll be doing videos writing columns every day, be there 10 days. And I like going when they're not playing. I've never been because there's no reason to go. But now all you got is the players working out. You got minor leaguers there. And I'm really looking forward to it. And Thursday will be when I do my first column. That'll be fun. John, You as a career football writer, I know you've from time to time dipped your toe in the water with other sports when when necessary. But this has got to be – a whole lot of fun for you to get to go hardcore cover baseball for a little while. 
And during the playoffs, the World Series, I wrote eight consecutive columns on the Astros, and it was first time I've ever covered a winner here. I thought those days were going to be over because I never covered the Rockets, and I'd covered teams that Oilers got the championship game, a divisional round. Texans never been beyond the divisional round. So uh, writing about the Astros winning the World Series, and especially being such an Astros fan since 62, uh, it was it was one of the best times I've ever had in this business. That's fun. Oh, good deal. Well, we're looking forward to that, John. Bringing some of that to the podcast as well. That'll be uh, that'll be great checking in with you down there.